0: Hi everyone, welcome back to a cup of cozy. My name is Ariana. And I'm Wanda. And um it's Monday. You'll hear you're here. You're, he- uh, you're hearing this on Monday. I apparently can't speak. Um February
1: tenth, twenty twenty. So
0: today officially marks a week since I've had this lovely cold and we're gonna talk a few things about the uh, lovely cold.
1: We're still suffering with this. We're um, better. Our energy levels better. Energy levels
0: better. And we
1: apologize if you, you really felt that our pre-Oscar podcast was, but we were really hurting at that point. This has been a very difficult, very strange cold. It's like that- the
0: weirdest. And, like, I had had a cold in the be- end of September, beginning of October. And it was, like, a real pain in the ass. Hated it. Then what was really weird is then, like, everybody around me got sick. So that I was terrified I was going to get sick then. Like, right after that, like, November and December. And then... A week ago today, again, ever I come back from Target, I start getting the throat and everything, and then, in one podcast, I think it was actually the Oscars one, no one actually believed that I was sick, and then I had one on my Snapchat, and I had no voice because I was coughing, and then everyone said I was faking that I was sick. You have to understand something.
1: And <laughs> I want people to understand this from a really intelligent point of view if you can stretch your limits that day. We don't that. know that. People that fake illness, people that fake things, have real deep-seated psychological problems. Yes, ma'am. Yes, we've all called in sick to work and gave them the sick fake was. But I can honestly tell you that if you're faking, you're faking sick when you already get all the attention you want, then there's a real problem.
0: Yeah, I don't fake sick for people attention. That fake
1: things really need attention. People that are over the top really need attention. Oriana never has to fake any of those things or be any of those things because she gets a tremendous amount of attention. Uh, attention, attention. And she gets attention too, but yeah. intensive amounts of attention. And as a result of getting all that attention, she's never lacking from it. From her friends, from her family, from those that love her, negative and positive. She gets plenty of it. So I always laugh when people say, You are faking. Nah. Trust me, if I'm going to fake it, I'll let you
0: know. I'm like fake. I said, I lost a whole week of working out because I couldn't work out because I had, like, there were days I had, like, on and off headaches. I couldn't breathe out of my nose, my chest was super tight. I was coughing so much. Like now I just and have we both spells had the exact of it same symptoms, but like a day different than each right. other. Right, or like like we both started. Okay, she started coughing and I had a sore throat. Then the sore throat which I was grateful for cuz usually when I get a cold, I have a sore throat for a while. Yeah. I had it for like 24 hours as the sore throat's going away. My nose started getting stuffy, and then she started. I had
1: the sore throat for three days. I started with a cough, cough for a and, day and a half, and then, you and had then went into the sore throat. throat, and I had that for three days, and I was able to breathe up until like three days ago, and when that struck, I had the sore throat, the cough, and the non-breathing, and the non-breathing was horrendous. Oh my God, it was so it was, bad. on and off, on and off, on and off, on and off, and no matter how much you blew your nose or didn't blow your nose. Anyway, we don't want to get into too much deals, but we've been suffering from this now. It's a yeah, week. Yeah,
0: it's a week. But um, um I
1: said I'm a solid seven and a half, or he said she's a solid. Like eight. I'm an eight. So uh that's good. It could have just been because I had we a good both night. Took <laughs> like, Zycam, which we've
0: talked about on the podcast
1: and before. For some reason though, this time I don't feel like Zycam did anything for me. And I'm not knocking them, I will use it again.
0: Yeah. I just think with this particular because like that's the crazy thing about Colts, and I'm just gonna give you guys this it's little a thread. People. There, you will never, ever get the same type of cold twice. Even though your symptoms are always the same, you'll never get the same type of cold right. twice, which terrifies me, and especially living in the United States, living in a place where, like, people have the coronavirus. Like, I'm terrified, but I'm fine. Serious. So, But what we
1: wanted to say is I do think maybe we don't realize it because we've been suffering with this. Maybe it really did lessen the symptoms. Maybe this would have been a really Lollapalooza, even worse Yeah. that we actually have so we don't know but I do think there are certain things you should always do when you have a cold and I was a big proponent of telling Oriana get up get dressed go out there were days I could not I could not get up get dressed and go out because I really did not feel that I went through periods of nausea and choking so badly that I felt like I was gonna vomit yeah see
0: I had two days where on and off I thought I was like okay are you getting the flu and I get flu shots and everything so I was getting really scared because I was getting like I was very hot and I was very nauseous but like I mean I still went I didn't go out those days but I still have gone out since right, I got sick. And I mean, it was
1: tough for me because I am that person that's like take a shower, get dressed, let's go out. We went out for a little bit, but I not only found myself exhausted because I hadn't been sleeping because I really couldn't breathe that night and I was coughing all night. Yeah. <clears> that it was a difficulty. Um I have a cough drop in my mouth so if you kind of hear that.
0: I had I apologize. one. Um I still have a little bit of a stuffy nose, and I'm coughing, and my throat is still kind of like, eh. But not, my throat doesn't hurt. Like, I'm, I'm hoarse because I'm coughing. But other than that, like I said, I'm feeling a and solid eight. But
1: I did want to tell people, there are certain things you should always do when
0: you have a cold and a cough like this. Number one, <coughs> cold stay <home>. or cough, <coughs> pardon stay me. home, and if you are going to be traveling, wear a fucking mask. I don't care who looks at me who, whatever, I have these cute little masks. Wash, wash, wash your hands. Wash your hands. All the
1: time. I was expressing how if
0: you blow your nose, wash your hands. hands. You
1: blow your nose, wash your hands. No matter how many times you blow your nose, wash your hands. hands. Um, Another thing is definitely take vitamin C. We drank a ton of orange juice. We take elderberry vitamins. Chicken soup, believe it or not. Yes. Studies from Harvard University, Yale University. Chicken soup actually helps promote health and makes you feel better when you have a cold. And matzo soup, if you like matzo bowl soup. Either one. Those are great. Any lots kind of, of soup, um,
0: lots of water, liquids. Lots of
1: liquid. And you know what? Um,
0: That's just so you don't get dehydrated. <laughs> the
1: humidifier. We have a humidifier for our dog Penelope because she's suffering from sinus infection from her teeth. But it really helped Oriana and I as well. So if you are in a drier climate, you know, definitely you need the humidifier. But those are the basics to just do. And don't go work out. We were both really willing to go and work out. And everybody that we know that are really fitness experts said, don't do it. You'll deplete your body. You could get very sick. You could wind up in a hospital from it. Don't be the warrior. You don't have to be a warrior no, when not always. Sit. Take Maybe the time. Take your, you know, because sometimes you actually get a cold because your body is a little run down and your body needs a rest. Yeah,
0: and I think that that is possibly what happens. So.
1: so thank you for those of us that, for those of you that did wish us well and knew that we weren't faking. And to those of you that, you know, think there was faking, like,
0: seriously. And like know. I said, and I want to address this because I got so many questions in the past couple of weeks because I've been telling everybody about this vlog I'm gonna be doing and talking about a bunch of different things. I promise you that it's coming. It's just I'm going through um, a legal situation right now and like I have life and everything. So I always say if there is anything you want to know about me like instantly, just message me. it might take me a little bit because I get a ton of messages on everything and I try to answer everybody. But, like, I'm and not trying to questions. not do it for right. you guys because, you know, then you get people like, you know, you're not trying to do it, you're not trying to do it. I have a lot. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to address that publicly on here so everybody can stop calling me out on it. I promise you, you'll get your vlog. Subscribe to my channel. Um, so what we are going to do now is we are going to talk a little bit about the Oscars. Not a whole bunch. We're going to talk about, like, some cool moments and stuff like and that. especially if
1: you're listening today... You can watch it all on E! Everywhere. E's running it all day, every day, tonight, for the next 24 hours. So if you missed of, it, go see it. It's kind of stupid
0: yeah. um, okay. that people continue to run it because it happened. So.
1: Um, the opening segment. Now, we know that the Oscar no longer has hosts.
0: A lot of award shows don't. Um,
1: I sort of like that it makes it move along fast, but sometimes it actually makes the award show seem even more disjointed because you're like... So you're now going to, the loudspeaker announces, announces someone who talks about who they're going to announce to get out the awards, who announces who won the award, which is kind of a weird thing. Anyway, um, the opening of the show happened to be with two of my most favorite people in all the world, and that is Janelle Monet and Billy Porter. At that point, I could have turned off the Oscars and didn't care two shits what happened after that. They are both two of the most talented, wonderful, iconic people ever. Hats off to Janelle Monáe for saying she's queer publicly. And a black woman. And
0: a black, like, and a beautiful woman. Can we just woman. talk like, a, I've known about Janelle Monáe because my mom has always been a fan of hers. But then I wake up one day and I'm like, on top of everything, you're Janelle Monáe. You're crazy talented. You're crazy beautiful. Oh, and like your girlfriend's Lupita Li- N- La-pita. <laughs> Nyong'o. Like, what? Who is also
1: crazy beautiful, crazy talented, like, and crazy on, amazing. Oh, yeah, and
0: also has an Oscar. Right.
1: Okay, so there you go. We're, like, And there like, you what? are with Billy Porter, who is just... Human perfection. You know, I know lots of people don't like him. Guess what? I don't care. I adore him. We love him and so And to see much. them together, I was crying. <laughs> it, was, it was like a moment where I was like, you're a 61-year-old woman crying because two of your most favorite... When I have two of my most favorite people come together organically and I don't know about it, it takes every emotion from, like, the bottom of my toes to my guts. Yeah. That I now feel like, oh, my God, this is what heaven is.
0: And my mom has had a couple of times, and we're going to talk about another one of my mom's favorite couplings of the night in a little bit.
1: Oh, my God, yes.
0: Because she just loves... It keeps
1: happening for me. I feel so blessed because I envision, like... And it doesn't even have to be a couple that gets, like, married. No. But when I see two couple, two people that I adore come together for a collaboration or yeah. anything, just... I feel like, personally, the universe is like, Wanda, you asked for it, here you go, babes.
0: So, the opening, I thought, was so beautiful, so amazing. We love them both. Um, here's my take on the host thing. I think if you're going to have hosts, have them, or do away with them completely. Because now we have three and four award shows without a host. Some that want them, some that don't. And I
1: don't think, and now, again, I love Steve Martin, I love Chris Rock, two of my favorite comedians. They don't usually do their own writing for stuff like this. They have writers that do it. You kind of throw them in there to give, like, a little hosting action, element, right? but you don't actually let them host. And then, after a while, when their jokes are not doing so well, they're kind of just left there to be like, right? Meh.
0: I felt it was the same thing with Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph. Like, If you're gonna have people like that, like, let them do their own thing, because then you have them have this, like, weird shtick thing, and, like, they were even looking at each other at some points. like, I know, it's so bad, like, we have to keep this up, and it was... I didn't like that, and like I said, I don't like that there's someone that announces someone to announce another person, and the whole thing was just really weird.
1: Okay, so besides that, before we get into the actual awards, let's talk about some of the people
0: that are there.
1: Who does not love to see Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson?
0: Oh... They're the cutest
1: husband and wife, Mm -hmm. actor-combo couple. Uh, Like, how can you
0: not love both of them? They are probably two of the
1: nicest people in all of the universe.
0: And they're so... I loved what she wore. I thought, I just love her.
1: And talk about talented. People don't realize... She's a singer. She kind of gave up a lot of her stuff to take second fiddle to Tom. And I think she kind of doesn't have to anymore because people are like, oh, my God, have you heard Rita Wilson say Yeah. She's really good. She's
0: very talented. Um,
1: Another thing. Bradley Cooper... Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Who does not love Bradley Cooper? I don't like the short hair. I don't like the short hair, and I don't like I the no facial scruffy, hair. dirty, yeah. down. Like I'm down on my luck, Bradley Cooper. We looking. like
0: A Star Is Born, Bradley Cooper. Which, speaking of that, what? Please just date Lady Gaga. I've been waiting for a very long yeah, time. We've all been waiting for her. And I, I actually convinced myself that even though she has a new boyfriend, it's to take away from the fact that she doesn't want the spotlight on her relationship with Bradley. Yeah. Because I do think it's going to happen. And I thought of their performance from last year. All over. How many
1: times have we seen Brad Pitt's mom?
0: I see her just. Yeah, I said I've seen Brad Pitt's mom, including last night, more than I've seen my own parents.
1: Okay, now I don't know for anybody else, but I want to talk about this. Like, I've never been a big Brad Pitt fan. Okay. Or so I thought.
0: Here it is. The The Awakening.
1: You know, I've seen him in everything. So I, I saw his breakout role in Thelma and Louise. I love Thelma and Louise. But mm-hmm. Talk about Thelma and Louise. Gina Davis, holy shit. shit. She found the fountain of youth. Seriously. She looks fantastical. Anyway, I started watching Brad Pitt right around the time that things got crazy with um, Angelina Maleficent Jolie. Maleficent Jolie there.
0: Maleficent.
1: And um, I like her too, so don't come at me like, We oh, like everybody involved. Sorry. I like her. But I started noticing him and his vulnerability, and I thought, God, he's really a cute guy. (coughs) Not that I never thought he wasn't cute before. But I started watching his latter stuff. And I have to tell you, hands down, his supporting acting role. Oh yeah. I fell in love with him in this movie, which I didn't even think I was gonna like because I'm not a big Quentin fan but hats off to quentin tarantino so i gotta give it to him
0: that movie was that movie was was just
1: the bomb i loved it but i was watching him last night i'm like you are the cutest little fucker i've ever seen like go be with jennifer aniston like maybe you guys could get it right this time i'm 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 down for for it
0: i'm about it or
1: if not find yourself something someone fantastic because what a what a little shit cutie i really mean it
0: i loved his speech it was so cute i love his mom
1: Let's talk about Leo for a second. Let's
0: talk about Leo. I've been a
1: Leo fan for a very long time. I am praying that Leo stops taking children to the award shows and finds himself a nice, I'm not saying she has to be old, age-appropriately yeah. attractive woman with someone to offer. And I'm not saying that the girls he takes don't have anything to offer, but you're a modelizer. We get it. You're like pretty women. There's a lot of pretty women that can look like a model but not be a model and offer you a lot. Right. Find one, Leo. It's time. He um, looked good, though. Martin Scorsese. Who doesn't love him? I,
0: I, the, he looked good was for Leo. I mean, Martin Scorsese looked good, too, but Leo looked
1: Like, good. Marty is, like, everyone's favorite Italian uncle. Yes. Like, oh, Uncle Marty's coming! Yay! And he's a superstar. He's amazing. Um, Robert De Niro. Probably one of the coolest human beings on the face. The American, I would say so. I would say so. Okay. Now let's talk about some other people. Who would you like to talk about?
0: Um... <laughs>
1: um, I would like to talk about a very beautiful lady that starred in *Harriet*, because I don't Cynthia
0: Arrivo. Think... Okay,
1: let's just talk about how gorgeous <coughs> she is, how Sorry, talented guys. she is, and what a fantastic person she appears to be. Oh yeah, she I just don't appears. Know her? She just appears to be
0: amazing. Okay, well, I have a moment I'd like to talk about. We're going to talk about one of my favorite moments of the night, which was when Chrissy Metz sang. We all know I love Chrissy Metz. She's one of my favorite people ever. She killed it. Killed it. Like, no lip syncing, no nothing, actual vocal perfection. Like, I love her voice, and I always knew that her voice was beautiful, but unbelievable. I was really pissed off that she didn't win with that song. Like, really pissed. Okay,
1: I have to be honest, and since we're going to talk about this song. Yeah, I
0: know what you're going to say, and I'm going to agree with you. I
1: totally thought she should win. And then I heard the song from Harriet.
0: From Cynthia Revo.
1: And I just thought, That's okay, why I'm shocked. I would have been fine with either, either one of, of them winning. MP, and not just because they're women. Because, hey, Elton John, you got two Oscars. You've been around since the Second World War. You're a big <laughs> star with big boots to fill. We get it. Stop giving these people an award. Give it to somebody else who just came on the scene and sang their goddamn heart. And out both like of both them did, and they
0: did. were so beautiful. Another thing we're going to talk about is Adina Menzel, or Adele Dazeem's, performance of... Globally. In- globally, of Into the Unknown. First of all, such a bop. We love to see it. She's beautiful.
1: She is beautiful. She's also one of those people that you just love and you want to be right. friends with. Because she just comes across as such a great, real person. The
0: woman that was singing that looked like the weird little elf, I, I was the one that was going, oh, yeah, um, Ooh. and she was sitting next to Greta Gerwig the entire night, who well, I'm not sure if she was, like, uncomfortable by it, but, like, I don't know, Greta couldn't sit back in her seat, like, she was, like, uncomfortable, like, the, it was weird. Also, I felt like they just gave her a slap in the face, like, you didn't even acknowledge and, what she's done okay. there.
1: I know that a lot of people were were required to read Little Women in school. Yes. I was not required to read it. I read it on my own. I I was not also
0: required to read it. I read it on my (laughs) own, too.
1: It's always difficult to take something that is beloved and so well-known and make it into a film, and I feel if you weren't going to give her her just due, then don't even bother to nominate it.
0: You threw her a bone bone. for little things here and there without giving her...
1: An actual nod.
0: A nod as a, a female director because, like, that just totally lacked. But, like, right.
1: I mean, we do know. We heard it from Chris Rock and Steve Martin. And if yeah. you were listening to the Oscar hype before that, there were no real people of color except for one. There was no real uh, accolades to gender except for a few. Mm-hmm. We've got to stop that, okay? And I want to make this clear because I did have this argument. Someone said, well, Antonio Banderas is Latin. No, Antonio Banderas is European. He's born and raised in Spain. Spain Spain is a European country, not a Latin country. So that's what we need to do is educate ourselves. When we say that we want diversity in something like the Oscars, that means black women, black men, white women, white men, Asian women, Asian men, Latin women, Latin men, transgender men, transgender women, uh, LBGQTRFLMG. We want it all. We don't mean like throwing in now and again. And then everybody goes, okay, that's
0: just good. Speaking of diversity, even though it nearly wasn't enough, Parasite swept every category that they were nominated in, including Best Picture and Best Director. Although, sadly, no individual nominations for any of the extremely talented cast. And as a person that genuinely doesn't doesn't like films with subtitles, I'm not a, a foreign film person, this is such an incredible movie that I would willingly watch again and recommend to so many people my
1: watch did this crazy thing oh what is that i don't know but i like it it's gone now
0: why did you make it go away i liked it there you know we still lacked a lot of diversity but i do want to congratulate and tell everybody please take the time to go and watch the movie parasite you will not regret it (coughs) (coughs) why do you keep doing that i like (coughs) it (laughs) <laughs> oh god, I'm have a coughing fit on air. Another
1: thing that I I want <coughs> to explain that let's look back a couple of years <coughs> to when the big film was Slumdog Millionaire. Oh yeah. Where are all those people except <coughs> Patel? Where are those stars? Are they getting their fair sh- share to keep and stay in Hollywood and not. The, the film scene? <coughs> You know, I know it sounds Where like I'm gonna are vomit. I'm not. That are just they they come in for a movie and and then that's it. I feel like they're used. Like like look need at that ethnic person. Look at with Roma.
0: Where were any of those people?
1: Right. We need that ethnic person for this year, and we'll throw them in, and then we never see them again. So yes, you it's kind of sad.
0: <clears throat> so let's talk about another personal highlight of the evening, the final Oscar winning of Laura Dern. I was crying. I was crying when she thanked her parents. It was, we love to see it.
1: She comes as (coughs) we've talked about before two very, very talented (coughs) actors in her family. Her mother, Diane Lane, her dad, Brewster. And that was
0: her date last night, her mom. And two phenomenal
1: actors. And there she (coughs) is, really making the trifecta.
0: And again, outfit, hair, makeup, everything. absolutely beautiful. Um, (coughs) I'm going to go get a drink.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going to go on then and talk about the actual best speech of the night was for the person who won for best actor, and that is Joaquin Phoenix. Um, If you don't know anything about Joaquin Phoenix, he had a tragedy back in the day with his younger brother, River Phoenix, who died of a drug overdose in front of the Viper Room um, in California. It was very tragic. Everybody stood there and watched him die. And a lot of people say a lot of things about Joaquin Phoenix that, you know, he's odd and he's this. When I saw the Joker, now keep in mind I'm not a Batman person, I'm not a Marvel comic person, I'm not a DC comic person, I don't really like any of those things. So I was apprehensive to even watch the Joker. Um, the only other Joker that I have seen where I've actually watched it was when Jared Leto played it. Or Heath Ledger too. Um, yeah. I did not watch oh, Heath Ledger. I refused to watch Heath I Ledger. He- I've seen Heath Ledger. Heath the Ledger Joker. was my favorite actor of all time. And his passing, I, I couldn't watch it. I was riveted on the Joker. I sat there in complete awe of this man. Oh, yeah. And I did a little research. I read about Joaquin Phoenix and, and so many other things. And, and his he crazy play,
0: preparation to his, play the he Joker. He
1: plays also in one of my favorite movies, and a lot of, not a lot of people like this movie. Um, the movie where he has a relationship with Scarlett Johansson, who is actually her, her and that little device. I love that movie. I know people that are like this most ridiculous movie. I I love the movie. Anyway, getting back to it, his speech was so heartfelt, so poignant, so appropriate, so amazing. And I think people should stop and take some time to notice Joaquin Phoenix. Not just like he said. He was not the best person before. He said, I was a scoundrel. I was difficult to work with. I was a pain. I was this. I was many things. But he said people gave him another chance. So... If you stop and you think that that other chance is sometimes just all somebody needs. Right. It made a difference. It made a difference. And if you haven't had a chance to, if you're going to look up anything in the Oscars, look up his
0: speech. It's worth it. It is the
1: best speech I've ever heard in the Oscars, or one of the best, because I've heard And
0: while we're on the topic of Joaquin Phoenix, who my mother has loved her entire yeah. life, he is engaged to one of my mother's uh, other favorite people, so it happened again. He's engaged to um, Rooney Mara. Uh, who, and if you don't
1: know who Rooney Mara is, you should, shame on you. She's in my mother's favorite movie,
0: and she's in my mom's favorite movie, Carol. Yes, Carol is my mom's favorite movie. Yes, I love it. And not
1: my favorite, but Not one of, one of my, her favorites. I have a top ten that I, I watch on a loop. And, and Carol is, Carol one, of is one of them. My mom's seen Carol and more than Rudy I have. Rooney Mara is also The Girl with the Tattoo. She's a very, um, very diverse actress.
0: Very she has actress. another movie coming out soon, Mom, yes, with Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett again. Blanchett. They've starred opposite each other a couple of times. No, my mom, not. one of my mom's other there favorite actors.
1: Me being accused of liking lesbians too much. Imagine. I know. That like sometimes I have to. Literally, say, that's
0: what someone said to my We're going
1: to do, and I want to do this podcast <clears> around, throat> where throat> ridiculous things that people have said to me, and we talk about. I always educated Oriana. Say this out loud. Because when you yes. stop yourself and you don't say it in your head and you say it out loud, sometimes you realize the ridiculous things that you've said. And I don't ever want to be that person. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go through that. But in any case, here it is organically happening okay. for me in the universe that this these two people came together. Two of my favorites. He, because he is that completely brilliant, tortured soul.
0: Oh, yeah, he really is.
1: And she is that completely lovely, proper Sweet, she's like a little pixie, little pixie girl, and like the universe put them together, and they're supposed to be. And I think it's wonderful. But yes, hands down, he had the best speech. Yeah. Um, we did very well with our predictions for the big top award. Yeah. I held the evening high. I only got three wrong out of the like seventeen categories. I think it was.
0: I'll have to so, total mine because I didn't. But I didn't do best, as good. Um, but I did a lot of guessing with a lot of the smaller stuff.
1: But you know the ones that we pretty much expected to win for actor,
0: actress, best film, best director. Oh, and like I do want to know everybody's opinion. Did anybody else think Renee Zellweger was drunk? I did.
1: I thought something was wrong, <coughs> she was kind of like just babbling along. And like I, I love her. I realized it was hard to follow Joaquin Phoenix because after his speech, but I don't know. It was like weird, but anyway, the Asian director. I wanna, I wanna read his name correctly. There you go. I have it. I have it. You said his name right. I know, but I just want to cuz I, I can't remember it. Okay. Bong Joon or Joon-ho for Parasite. He was an absolute delight. Such for a man. much a language man. problem he made the show. He oh, there are actual delightful. people
0: that are on the internet making fun of him and saying they wanted someone that spoke English to him. Yay mm-hmm. America,
1: be that great country we are. Yeah. So shame. So um, let's talk a little bit about clothes, and then okay. we'll move on to something that
0: clothes. is something I do want to talk about. I felt this entire award season had literally Misses. zero themes. Misses. Zero themes. And I spoke exclusively with a stylist, um, and they also felt that way. Um, I'm going to try to actually have them on as one of our guests, because next week we're starting some guests. So I'm going to have them okay. on.
1: Now, I love Kristen Wig, and I love, love, love Maya Rudolph. I never like what Maya Rudolph's wearing. I she never. She looks like
0: a goldfish. It was bad.
1: <coughs> Pardon me. And Kristen Wiig, okay, I have to say this because it was driving me crazy, and I, I don't know if anybody noticed it. When she turned on the side, mm-hmm. she had saggy boob and saggy armpit. Like you It's have where to look that thing, thing that. was, yeah. You have to look at yourself, especially going to be on the Oscars, all angles. Mm. Get in that 360-degree mirror yes. and turn, turn, turn. Check it all, because it drove me crazy. I was like, you have a saggy armpit. Who has a saggy armpit? And she's thin. Yeah. So, not attractive at all. There were not really standout dresses, as far as I can tell. Oh, what's her name? I loved Chrissy's dress for when she performed. I don't particularly care for red. I did not dislike Chrissy Metz's dress, but I don't like red. I don't but like red. I loved red. her dress. I wish she would have worn that with
0: that, like, cape thing. Oh, she And I loved, I loved her long hair. She her, <coughs> her makeup was stunning. Her makeup
1: is always stunning, even always. when she does her own makeup. Yeah, quite beautiful. She
0: um, it. Regina King's dress, I loved it. Re- she's Regina beautiful. King can never please, get anything wrong. She's Regina King. Right. Um, she's a queen. That's a king. You know. This how is how do you very get true. Wrong with that? Um, Margo Robbie and Charlize Theron were very simple. I feel like no one even paid attention to them that they were there. I, I did. didn't
1: particularly care for Jane Fonda's dress.
0: It looked as we said it was very ice skatery. Looking, her face is beautiful. Well, she's, she's the Jane bomb. From. Look,
1: she's got a great body, a great face. You know, it doesn't matter. Like I would
0: out. take her face now at her being 80. And when someone's like, "Here, you can have." I'd be like, "All right, sure." Exactly. But so I, like, I didn't see hard. like
1: again, I found that this Oscars was very like me.
0: Yeah, it wasn't nothing. There was not like that like moment. Like usually there's like a moment whether it be someone do something stupid, like announce the wrong thing or, you know, yeah, Adele I does only, seem. I think the
1: only moment was Joaquin Phoenix's speech.
0: And some people didn't like that either. So but again (coughs) you like probably missed the whole point. We're sorry we sound like we're dying. Yeah,
1: we we are better actually.
0: It's just what happens is every like two or three hours, I get this little (laughs) tickle in my throat. It literally sounds like I was gonna throw up before, but like I can't stop every time I'm gonna cough because like that's annoying. And like I go out in public and I suppress coughing like the entire time. It's so bad. Um but in general, like I said, I, I felt this, it, moved quickly. it did move quickly, I felt like this entire award season though, like, because this is the end of the awards season, as far as, like, the big acting awards, like, we will mm-hmm. still cover, like, the music award shows and stuff that come up, but, um, there was just, it was like, eh, I felt like, I just felt like there was very little effort,
1: it was just yeah, kind of like, whatever,
0: and then things were very, like, predictable, the glamour, Right, like, the old Hollywood glamour is, like, gone.
1: Especially the Oscars. The Oscars used to be so glamorous. See, Ryan and
0: I had a conversation about, like, when he was young and, like, watching the Oscars, like, what that used to be like and how he, like, misses that. Because he's very, like, into, like, old Hollywood and whatever. And you do miss that, that level of, like, wow. Right.
1: Okay. (laughs) The final (laughs) thing that I'm going to talk about, and you know we spoke about it a lot last night, was... Billie Eilish and her brother. Now, oh, we all, oh! We all please. know that neither one of us are that big of fans. I think she's no. overrated. I do think, though, if you're going to have the opportunity and the great honor to appear at the Oscars, you should not be sitting in your seat
0: Rolling your eyes at legendary performers, right? You rolled your eyes at Eminem, who's a legend and, and an awesome. By the Oscar way, we winner. left out
1: that moment. That was a yeah. wonderful moment. He looks
0: fantastic. I was up and out of my
1: seat. I love Eminem. I've always thought he's one of the most talented people in the music industry. To see him, haven't had seen him since my daughter was a little girl. Yeah. On stage, it was wonderful to see. And she's rolling her eyes. And you know what? Maybe stop taking your brother. Take a date. Take, take his, anyone. Take an orangutan. But it's getting ridiculous. Like it's me and my brother here, and then my he brings little his girlfriend, and he brings his girlfriend. It's like our little weird threesome. And I'm, I, the green hair's done. It's done. And we, also, we too, get it? You're angst ridden. You're, you're punk rock. You're goth. You're you're so put a, a nice color in your hair. Slap some decent makeup and clothes on your goddamn body and start acting like a professional. It's it's done. And, like, you wore
0: this oversized jacket that had, like, Chanel airbrushed on it. And, like, she doesn't actually wear, like, actual Chanel or actual Gucci. It's, like, these weird, like... Okay, I read that she wants to pay homage to
1: them, but she thinks it is ridiculous to wear their clothing. So then fucking don't do it. That's so ironic. And there you are. Like, you can't have anybody else play the piano for you. He's riding your coattails. If he's not talented enough to make it on his own, you don't have to drag him along. Yeah,
0: it's it was excruciating. And like she rolled her eyes that. like several times during the night, and it really just pissed me the fuck off.
1: Right. And I do, I think she's and overrated. We don't care that you're angst ridden anymore.
0: Right, like girl. slap a face on. You're you're a millionaire now. You're a millionaire, little girl. Go
1: act like you're happy. Yeah.
0: yeah, it was really annoying. Okay, so, so what else
1: would you like to talk about?
0: So outside of the Oscars, um, not a lot's going on. I feel like, like I said, I feel like the entire award season, like, it wasn't even really a big deal. Like, there was no hype for any I of think
1: it. That, and I think that, and I'm not trying to make this political, but I think it's because as a country, we're very worried about the situations that we're in. Yeah, things and, are and not... And things are kind of heavy, and we can't concentrate on the good, fun, trivial, maybe. Because, stuff. like,
0: I remember, even, like, go back to a couple of years ago, like, preparing for award shows, like, those were big 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 deals and like everybody talked about it and it was days of commercials and, and it kind of was like eh whatever um but outside of the oscars what do we want to talk about okay. i mean like i said i addressed my vlog and i addressed my cold and i addressed i didn't address everything but i'll save some of it but
1: um there, there's something, something else i want to address i I'm getting increasingly irritated and this has been since day one with these situations but I'm going to bring them up again. Um, I'm getting increasingly irritated with the way in which fans behave. Ah uh, yes. I am very tired and I know you're like who well, who are you to say it? Well, you don't have the right. I pretty much let everybody be themselves. But it has really gotten to a point where The things that I'm seeing fans write to celebrities, and I have a few friends that are celebrities, and I have a few friends that I've known for a very long time that are celebrities. There are certain things that it's just getting to be like, you know you don't have to try to be the coolest kid on the block by saying certain things. Mm -hmm. We need to get rid of the internet language of, Lick me, choke me, step on my throat, punch me in the face, <laughs> shut the fuck. I'm tired of that. If that is your kink, keep it in your fucking bedroom. I am tired of people saying, oh, I'd like if you spit all over me. Stop saying that. It's vulgar. It's immoral. It's gross. It makes you look uneducated, filthy,
0: and disgusting. And what's even more disturbing is we're going to take it to another level. What's even more disturbing is that it is like super young people saying it. Again, here's
1: my famous line. Where are your goddamn
0: parents? It's gross.
1: Everybody has kinks. Everybody has turn-ons. You do not see Charlize Theron getting up there and going, by the way, my favorite actor is coming out now, Brad Pitt. When you get a chance, step on my throat and run me over with your car. Like, think of what you're making yourself look like. This stays with you. People will find this out about you for your whole life. What if by some miracle you get to run for president of the United States and out of your closet comes, this person likes to be choked. <laughs> Nobody wants to know that. Fifty Shades of Grey was such a taboo subject that was was tapped into. Think of how tastefully that was presented on the silver screen and kept hidden and kept on the down low. Mm-hmm. It is going to come to a point, and I told this to a really dear friend of mine, it's going to come to a <coughs> point where we're going to have a coat. And on the back of her coat is going to be a screen. And you're going to be able to tap the screen. And it's going to say, I like fucking underage people. I do drugs. I do this. This, this is a very is black kid. mirror. And that's what it's going to be like. Very it's black so mirror. so ridiculous. The whole world doesn't need to know your whole personal world.
0: Not only... Especially you're saying it's like people that don't know you and like really right. don't you know, give a fuck.
1: 15-year-old girls saying these things to Brad, Kitt, Brad Pitt. Joaquin Phoenix, David Harbour. I saw somebody write something to David Harbour the other day. If this were my child, I seriously would have cut her fingers off, and I'm not joking. We have got to get this whole social media thing and people back to a sense of morality decorum. Everybody likes to have fun. Everybody likes to be cool. Everybody likes to be the cool kid, but if you have to be the cool kid by making yourself look like a thirsty little trap queen, I'm done. I'm done with it. I don't like all these colloquialisms. I don't want to hear about, hey daddy, I'd like you to do that. Hey "Hey, daddy daddy. I called my father daddy. It's so offensive when I hear thirteen and fourteen year olds go, I want you for my daddy. Hey daddy, you're my dad no, your daddy is your daddy. Your daddy is the man that gave up his sperm to create your little life. So start acting accordingly. I'm done with Yeah, it's really, it's, it's very really disturbing. And bothering me. And it's getting worse. And the worse. reason it's bothering me is because I think it opens up a whole very dark, subcultured world
0: mm-hmm. that we
1: do not want to be a part of. No, we don't. And if you want to be a part of that world, keep it to yourself.
0: Yeah, it, it's a lot. And, like, the things that people like are into you're into like oh my god like i want their love i want this like i die for them do you know that last night i saw and witnessed someone like tell someone that they would die for them? i want to be like then why don't you because like it, it's just like it's ridiculous it's so and it's much not like oh it's just a saying it is just a saying that shouldn't be just a like saying. stop saying it how about What's that
1: just a saying should be like oh my god you're the most amazing actor i've ever seen oh my god you're the hottest person or the most attractive person not step on my throat pull out my eyes (laughs) step them up my ass and make me a snowflake you know like it's ridiculous I I know and every time I see it it. I get more and more heated and I know it shouldn't bother me because I'm not part of it but I think that we need to as parents really it's time parents get a little good look at what's going on in the young generation that's coming up in our next Podcast will be the continuation of our millennials. Millennial One, but we're going to be doing the
0: next uh, generation. But the right?
1: next generation that's coming up, millennials, don't fret anymore. You're gonna look like a rosebush. Yeah, because the generation coming up after you, they're the little ones uh, are that are not doing good, all the weird they're the shit. chokers.
0: Yeah, the chokers. So,
1: I, I that's what I wanted to bring up. And you know, I'm not being dramatic and I'm not trying to be better than or holier than thou. Sometimes, because you get to a certain age, you get to look back. And when you get to look back, you have to say to yourself, I have to get a hold of what I was or what I think I want to be or what I'm portraying. Because it haunts you your whole life. It does. It's hard to get out of it, and that's not the way you want to be thought of. So, anything else you'd like to chip out about a minute or two?
0: Well, like I said, it, it just continues to blow my mind, the way that people behave. No one agrees with me. I have, you know, I get told a lot of different things. Now, here's another little fun fact, and I want to talk to, I want to talk on this specifically. May I also say
1: now, my tongue is so dry, I feel like it's a raisin. Do you want to sip a drink? No, thank you. I feel like it's a large raisin. Oh, that's cute. It's all shriveling and like, yeah.
0: <laughs> that could be someone's kink. That went, <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, if it is, knock it off. <clears> not they're going to just it. listen
0: to that part now on loop. ASMR kink. Um, okay. So, a lot of people do not quite understand how the industry of, like, entertainment works. And because I am in the industry, and I guess people view me as, like, more accessible than other people, like, I get asked a lot of, like, weird questions. And I had seen the other day, I don't know his name, but I'm, if you guys know, they're doing, um, a limited amount of episodes of Lizzie McGuire. Like, they're bringing it back of, like, Mm -hmm. her living in New York and everything. And I don't know the actor who played uh, Hillary Duff's brother on there, but he was saying, like, he keeps getting asked, like, when is it coming out? When is it coming out? When is it coming out? And, like, why don't you say? Why do you ignore us? And then, like, he said, like, when you work on TV shows, you sign NDAs. To go to parties in the industry, you sign NDAs because things are seen and talked about and... Hollywood is a lot different than you guys think that it is, because, like, okay. This is just because I got a lot of questions about, like, what happens at, like, after parties at award shows and (coughs) things like that. Okay, so, yes, you do sign NDAs. A lot of the times you are not really allowed to have, like, your phone out, whether it be when you are on a set or in a party situation. They have paparazzi kind of rolling around in there to take pictures that they don't really need you having your phone out and, like...
1: Back in the day, Studio 54, when there were no phones, you should have seen what went
0: on. Oh, yeah. But it
1: was free to do it because nobody, nobody could really saw. anything. But, like,
0: they have people in there. That's first of all. Second of all, in Hollywood, it is not uncommon for people, whether it be people in the industry or that, like, work behind the scenes, to um, have multiple people in their lives. And they're sneaking, you know, the wife out one door and the girlfriend... In the back, those things happen there. So, like, I have, I had literally a slew of people DM me about, like, so what happens at these Hollywood after parties? Like, what is it like? Why are there only these types of pictures? Why don't the celebrities ever post pictures? Because, like, when you're in those situations, like, you shouldn't have your phone out the whole night, well, and your part
1: of it is sometimes it's just a, a party for celebrities to just hang out without being bothered and able to just be themselves.
0: Right, and, like, you're usually in a group of your peers, and it's kind of weird to always, like, be, like, taking your phone out to, like, take selfies. Right, because your peers are, you know, like, Meryl Streep and Martin Scorsese. Right, and, like, that's just not appropriate, even for people that are, like, guests of, like, the cameraman or the boom operators. So, like, if you came to me because, like, people wanted me to give, like, inside scoop on this, I'm not going to do that, first of all, because, like, it's not my business to, like, out people's secrets and stuff.
1: But that is is
0: the truth, is when you go or you work on a show, because I have people asking all the time, like, what's going to happen on the show that you're working on? And what about this? And, oh, I heard this. And you sign NDAs, and you literally get in trouble. (coughs) It's just like um, all the people that you guys see. We talk about the Masked Singer all the time. If you work on that show, you have NDAs. If you go to watch that show, you have NDAs. And they watch your social media. You have to, like, give them your social media. They watch your social media to make sure that you don't violate. Because if you violate an NDA, it's, like, is bad. Game over. Game over. And you won't work in the industry. You won't be allowed places. Like, that's a whole nother thing. Um, another thing that I would like to talk about. Again, it's kind of more personal to me. But I feel like as people, because of social media... We really think that we know people. And I'm not taking this to the celebrity level because, one, I'm not a celebrity. And two, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just me, Oriana, as the person. And people make a lot of assumptions. And what you're not realizing is number one, if you hear something about me or I say something, that's all you're kind of getting is that little excerpt, that little tweet, that little Instagram picture, that video, that whatever I choose to put out there or someone else does. That is not the whole picture. It's not. And people think because they, they follow you on things and, oh, I think it's like this. or And
1: because you bought tickets to see their movie, it doesn't entitle you to be their best friend.
0: Right. And like people, everybody still deserves privacy. Even though you're putting stuff out on social media... You still deserve privacy, and you still deserve to be treated respectfully, and not. And there's plenty of times like I recently, I try to stay out of a lot of like drama and stuff, and then I'm called out for getting involved in drama when I said like I'm not going to make drama. We have to become a group of people that are. You
1: get what you get. Here it is. That's it. You don't have to figure out why this picture means that. What are they going to do with it? Where they did put they get out this? The picture, are they here today? It. Right. It's not yours to take. It's yours to just look at and move on. It's not you to be like, notice me, notice me, notice me. We have to learn it is what it is. It's out there, and that's all you get. You yeah. deserve no more than that. Yeah. It's like if somebody gives you a cup of coffee, you don't have the right to say, oh, but I wanted it with this and with that. You got what you, you got. got it. I gave you a cup of coffee. It's done. That's how you have to treat everything on the
0: Internet. So, yeah, I just want to talk about a couple of things because I've gotten a lot of, like, Bullshit recently, and I like to address it. I don't like to avoid things. I like to address them kind of head on. And like I said, I'm very accessible. I try to answer people, and I am very transparent and honest about what goes but on you can in only my be life. So
1: transparent, and you shouldn't have to be any more than that. I agree. If this is what someone is offering you, and you want to be their fan, that's fine. Don't overstep your bounds. Take what you're given and be happy. When I taught kindergarten, don't read more into things. I used to tell my is. kids, "You get what you get, and you don't get upset." And that's
0: it. And they would take it, and And they took it, it
1: and they were five. So if you can't take it at twenty, and twenty-five, and thirty, and thirty-five, and forty, and forty-five, get some therapy.
0: There we go. So um, we definitely hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. You probably tuned out at a certain point because anytime anyone hears me start talking or you, it kind of negates it. But um, let us know if you guys did watch the Oscars. Favorite um, moments. Favorite moments. Outfits we missed. How many of, and I mean, there's hundreds of outfits, but again, it's kind of the day after, like, it's done already. It's all, it's gonna, soon it's gonna be 24 hours. That's it. And there's gonna be a whole bunch of new stuff happening this week, you know, there's lots of new TV and all of that stuff. And
1: we're gonna do our next podcast about generations. Yes, our
0: next podcast about generations, we're probably gonna be taping tomorrow, and it'll probably be what you guys hear on Wednesday. I don't know if I have anything pre-taped. Um, I'll have to go look. But, yeah, that's about it. So please make sure to subscribe to us. We post new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And starting at the end of next week, we're going to be at least announcing our first crop of guests and when you can listen, when you can call in, when you can be interactive. See you soon. So until next time, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thanks, as
1: always, for being our friends and tuning in. And try and stay cozy and don't get sick.